such a poser Front page in my boxes for the culture Hang it on your wall, that's a poster Ex-girl still trying to get closure I don't even know where to start Can't believe that we've grown apart I ride around town with a broken heart Say you get me, but you don't know the half Cause I never complain Whether good or bad, you gotta ride it out Yin yang, you must know what the sign's about Hope you live that life that you rhyme about It's a race against time and it goes so fast Taken back to school, man, I got no class No tints on the window Just so they can see the big smoke when I blow past you see the white man's face when they see us in the rain You see the fair man here Move like I'm ready to die today I see it's mine I take it GTA life Think it ain't wasted I want the smoke Put it in paper Smoke me a smoke me a Smoke me a race You see us out Two Broke Therapy Episode 42 My name is Steven Welcome back to the podcast Thanks for listening to the last episode with Jose. We got a lot of great feedback and questions after that episode. So feel free to submit more questions at twobrokefortherapy.com slash submit or at our Twitter page at TBFT Podcast, in which you can also find plenty of information about the show and upcoming things we've got going on. I appreciate all of you guys again for submitting questions. We've got a good batch, so we've got a lot of good episodes coming up. This week we have on Dylan Weiss, one of Jared's closest friends, a guy I met recently, and so did Leonard. But we got to know him a little bit better. Jared brings him around quite a bit, so it was nice to get to know Dylan in a personal setting. He tells us a lot about what it was like to grow up in Venice, California, what it was like to drink natural wine as a young man, what it's like to speak French, something I can barely even comprehend. And we answer some of your guys' questions per usual, like what it would be like to date a girl with a premium Snapchat. Ooh, it's so fun. But that is in this week's episode of Too Broke for Therapy. I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. At the end of this episode, Leonard flies to Hawaii, in which he is still there and will come back and give us a full report on all of his voyages and journeys. I hope he saw a sea turtle. I am crossing both my fingers and my toes. Jarrett and I are still stuck in the muck in San Francisco, picking up our bootstraps. But we're having a great time, and we will soon see Leonard and get back to business on the podcast. But for this week, Dylan Weiss, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Also, I guested on another podcast called the First and Final Frames podcast, ran by my man Jake Sweeney, where we recap the Oscars and just dive in depth on some film topics in which we get a little bit too nerdy on. But it's a great listen. Common human language, film, just like food. You go anywhere in the world, you talk to people for the first time. One of the first things you talk about is film. It's something that we can all agree on, and it's something I got to sit back and talk to my man Jake about. He runs the page on Twitter, First and Final Frames. Beautiful page dedicated to cinema, posting the first and final frames from movies in film history. He's a great guy. We've known each other on Twitter for a while, but it was great to sit back and get to do the podcast with him. I was so grateful to be on. Such a nice guy, and I think our conversation is super fun. So you guys can check that out on Spotify or Apple iTunes podcast, whatever the fuck they call it. First and Final Frames podcast, and definitely check out the Twitter page, First and Final Frames. You guys, Two Broke for Therapy, we're all over the place. The brand is strong. I appreciate you. Shout out to Jake. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to Vooj. Shout out to Poet. Shout out to everybody in Liverpool Football Club. And let's get to the podcast episode with Dylan Weiss. Biggest shout out to him of all. Where's the techno music, Jose?
twenty. It's four twenty. Four twenty. Twenty. Yeah, that's gonna be some crazy. All shit. month long. Le, you know, Leonard All hasn't been long. ingesting or inhaling any sort of cannabis product, so this is gonna be a month where he yeah. resteps in just for Going just in. for the the, the numerical date. Especially <laughs> for this twenty twenty four twenty. My plan is to buy an ounce and just do a little, what? I was, my plan is to buy an ounce and just smoke a little gram a day. And uh, hopefully get me through the month. You buy an ounce, you hope like, oh, throwing a little eighth just because. So Dude, that'll buy, get me through the month. I buy a half, half ounce and smoke it in a week. I have some sort of problem here. <laughs> I mean, that's. Is that a lot? That's a lot. I mean, is that, that is, your yeah, only point? Is that, is that, well, is I would it, say it seems like a lot. That's like $150. But it's, it's not by week. yourself, though. Jared says no. It's a healthy ration. You think so? I think it's very healthy, but it depends how you how you, you smoke the two grams. Are you, like, ripping the two grams throughout the day, like, starting at, like, 8.30 in the morning? Yeah, what's your, what's your, type, what's your favorite type of blaze method? I like to uh, I like to take a take a nice morning bowl after my shower. A bowl out of what? Like a spoon? Like the like a bong rip? Oh, a bong rip? Wow, yeah. a BT. You, you're well versed in the BTs, Jared. No. Yes, the, I know all about <laughs> the BT universe. <laughs> BT universe. What what is that? What is that? Bluetooth? Bong bong toke yeah, universe. The bong toke universe. I, I you know bongs to me they they definitely are a nostalgic thing, but they remind me of being in the backseat of a car in like a Ralph's parking lot, just yeah, getting absolutely ripped before going some to Carl's Jr. Memories are just sitting in like weird little areas of like the city of Los Angeles and just smoking massive amounts of pot in our cars out of the bongs, and not only just smoking pot but taking mooks. Oh, see, that's where you the bong. That's why you're a real big bong head. That's why I'm talking about this to Jarrett because I wanted you to comment the 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 mooks. I don't condone that. I don't know, that, I don't know that's what kind horrible. of term that is. Don't don't <laughs> don't do mooks. I, I, I thought you would. I thought that was like a mooks are bad. No, okay. it is. It, it means you know a chop, if you will. It is a Jarrett. Come on, you're the guy who's the tasted chop, <laughs> the mook. What's give me another terminology? I need one more. Synonym. A mobile. A mobile. That's it right there. Or a moke. A moke. And the Canadians call them poppers. Poppers. Interesting. Can we get a definition of what a uh, mole bowl is for the unadvised? Yeah, it's uh, basically taking a quarter to a little bit less of a quarter of a cigarette and dumping it inside of the bowl and then topping it with the smallest amount of weed and snapping it all in one go, giving yourself... An enormous head rush. An enormous head rush, basically cutting off the oxygen to your brain. I hate you. <laughs> I, I hate both of you guys. That's so You guys gross. are doing that? Dude, we, that's what we Lewis used to do it religiously. Like 16 when you started doing that? Oh, I was like 14 I started I was doing close. that. I was close. But, What's the but after, What's the after doing right? it, after doing it for a while, and you find the right ratio. Once you find the golden ratio... Then it's not as disgusting. Yeah, but when anymore. we were kids, we were really stupid about it. We were doing, we were using like Swisher tobacco and shit like that. We didn't oh, know how to use like American spirits. literal garbage. I I smoked. Try using a Swisher wrap. Oh no, <laughs> I love Swishers. Those are the best. Yeah. They were. Would you crumble up the outside of a Swisher and put it in a bowl and then put weed on top of it and smoke it like that? No, but I I smoked weed with these girls in college and they did that with Black and Miles. Wow. So we would roll a swisher. They dumped the swisher guts, take a black mile and mix it with the weed. Mm. And then the weed there they were smoking was trash weed too. So I smoked <laughs> it. I was like, I'm not high. Like, what is this? What is this bullshit you guys got me smoking? These days you can walk around with a jewel 
and a wax pen in your hands. Oh, yeah. You got the digital spliff. Oh, yeah. The Silicon Valley spliff, actually. That's what they call it. Oh, I like it. I like. I call it the digital spliff because I've got the digital dash. Shouts out to Future and Drake. New track out. I don't know if anyone listened to that yet. Future and I uh, shared the same birthday. That's good. Oh, there we go. On that bombshell, welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a podcast where we are not therapists. I need someone to actually follow up on me on that. That used to be how we introed every show with Trevor. But yeah, so Leonard, welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a show where we just talk shit. I thought you were going to say the therapists. line. We are not therapists. No, you've got to <laughs> no. continue. Okay. I thought I was going to give you an ad lib. Hold on. I so got an ad lib. Producer Jarrett, rewind the track. Welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a podcast where we're not therapists, but we're damn near like it. We're, we're close. We're going to give us, we're going to give us, we're going to give you our opinion on questions that you guys submit at twobrokefortherapy.com. We are sitting down today with a beautiful boy, Dylan. Welcome to the podcast. We've had you on before, but we had some audio problems. Shout out to producer Jarrett and also an oven that we actively recorded next to. Leonard. Yes. How's everything been? You Okay. I'm good, man. I'm fighting the sickness. Yeah, we're all fighting the sickness. But uh, other than that, I'm good. You're about to go to Hawaii. I am going to Hawaii tomorrow morning. I mean, where in Hawaii are you going? What Uh, island? Honolulu will be in uh, Waikiki. Anyone been to Hawaii? I've been to Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Were you on a boat in Hawaii, Jarrett? Oh, yeah. I went on several boats in Hawaii. (laughs) That was one of the most fun boats, actually. We went on a pontoon boat. And we were hauling ass around, and it was, like, pretty fucked out there. And we were, like, catching air off the waves. And the guy, we had to go back in because it was getting too gnarly, and he was afraid. Because there's, I was pretty young at the time. I was maybe, like, nine, but there's kids even younger than me. Dude, <laughs> I love that story. That's what I'm about. You got to go on a boat when you're out there. Add that yeah. boat count. Get that, get those. Go on, like, there. a catamaran sailboat. They have the big netting in the middle. You uh-huh. can just, like, lay in the netting, and you kind of get splashed by the waves and the sun. It's so fucking nice, I'm going to check it out. I got my speedo packed, so you're there. You go. go. Yeah. Did you bring the over the shoulder one? No, no, the thong. That's, that's the thong. I'm not. But is it? I'm is not it, bringing it, that. He did get a Borat thong. Yeah, that shit is not comfortable. I'm sure it's but, not. It's not. But rewind a little bit. You're a speedo guy. Yeah. Okay. So speedo is a brand, but yeah, it's but not the. I wanted like the the draws, the dudantadans, the tidy whities Yeah. But they didn't. They didn't have them. I went to like Dicks. I thought they'd have the speedos, you know, but it's a sporting goods store. Why wouldn't they? It's it's literally it's, they're shorts. You're rocking jammers. Yeah, Jerry used to but do swim. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> it, yeah, it the like He knows swim. what they're called. They're jammers. <laughs> I have friends that swam, and they all said that people who wore jammers were pussies. Yeah. What? Well, that's all they had. It was like I have those, and then I have like trunks. What do, what do you when, expect me to when, do? When'd you book your flight? Shit, last year. You had a whole year to order some fucking speedos. Well, okay, offline. all right, time out. So we went to where the fuck we go? Where's that that beach? Uh, we went to Santa Cruz uh, mm. a few months ago, like towards the end of the summer. And I was like, oh, you know what? Sun's still out. It's still hot. I'm gonna go buy a speedo, like day of shit. And I went to Dick's. They didn't have them. I didn't want to order it online, and I gotta wait or pay extra for you know that. And I was like, I don't want to do that. So I got what I got. And then haven't thought about it since. I'm, I apologize. I'm just saying because I had a Speedo. It wasn't Speedo brand, but when you say Speedo, that's yeah. what comes to yeah. mind. It's like Kleenex. <laughs> yeah, like Kleenex you, makes other products, but... Can I can I come and get it? It's, it? it's I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. The last time I wore it was for the baseball car wash uh, my, my junior year of high school. 
you make any money that day, baby? <laughs> Baseball team did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm excited for you to go to Hawaii. I think it's going to be fucking sick. I think yeah. you'll eat some good food. Hopefully, you don't spend too much cash, but you got to enjoy yeah. it while you're out there. Enjoy yeah, the po- the fresh poke. Yeah, that's what Definitely. I told you. Just go to a liquor store and get some poke. Definitely. That's happening. That's the chopped yeah. cheese of Hawaii. Oh, definitely. Then some moco loco or something. Oh, you gotta get some spam or whatever. And then Chef hooked me up with this like udon spot. Yep. So I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna check that out. Are you gonna eat any poi? Oh, poi's poi. egg. I don't know. I don't know what don't it know. is either, but it's, it's, it's a just root. a Hawaiian thing. The root, and they make it like in like this paste. Yeah. And you like it's like super old school Hawaiian. And you like eat it with your hands type shit. Are you gonna hit a Maybe. luau too? He's going to a luau. If you go to a luau, they're gonna we're have doing poi. a lot. So <laughs> He's the, we're doing the, a lot. The bl- we're going to be out there for a week, so the plan is to do as much as possible. I want at least two days of doing nothing. He needs two days of doing nothing. I need, I need that. Some but, sand time. Yeah, just land. It's supposed to rain too, but I'm not. I'm not scared of water. It, any, I don't think anyone's ever gone to Hawaii and didn't experience rain. Rain, yeah. It's the tropics. But no one ever talks about that. Everyone knows it, but no one talks about it. I love the rain in Hawaii. It's awesome. It's not a dangerous rain. It's not like the rain here where you walk outside. But it's so lost. warm and humid outside that when it rains, it feels amazing. You know what yeah, I mean? And that's what I'm looking Sometimes it to. comes down super heavy, too. It's fucking crazy. Like, I want to run outside in the rain while it's like 70 degrees. You should strip down na- naked. Run no, that's rain. what the Speedo Maybe not for. naked, but yes, that's, that's <laughs> what Speedo's for. for. Or you could get a I grass still get skirt. My point you should across. get a grass skirt. That would be dope. We need some heavy documentation. A loincloth. A loincloth. Loin I, I look like though. a wild man. Yeah, I don't you, know if you guys noticed. He's, the, he's been come coming in. in with the beard, to be honest. I'm starting I've to put uh, Murray's on it. What? You're yeah, yeah. You just got to get through the can. You've had I, it since 2010. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I use it for my dreads, but um, I had Beard Bomb from the shaving club that I'm a part of. Oh, wow. I didn't know you were uh, part of a club. Yeah, it's called Bevel. Oh, I thought oh. you were going to say Dollar Shave <laughs> <laughs> Leonard, when you get back, we'll uh-huh. record another episode of the podcast. Um, we might even give you a call next week just to hear what your voice sounds like when you're in the tropics. I just want to know. I w- to be, if you could be on the sand talking to us for 10 minutes, giving us a little poke review, I would be absolutely elated. Jarrett, work's been going okay for you. You said it was bullshit. School, you have to get back to it at the end of the month. Anything to report before we dive into Dylan? Nothing much. I had a great uh, winter holiday. I went back home. I saw my friends and family. Spent some time in L.A. I feel recharged, rejuvenated, and I still have two weeks ahead of me before I've got to do anything. You're, you're pimping. Steady pimping. Let's go shoot some film sometime. Let, let's, let's get out of the house. I'd love to get out of the house with you. Maybe go get a sandwich. Bring Casey. I have a, a rap video that I need to be uh, shot. Let's make a rap video. Let's do it. I would love. Yeah. Hey, let's do it. And then the truffle heist. We got to do that. We got to get back on the script. Guys, we're working on projects all year. 2020 is a. Well, how would you describe 2020 so far? We're a weekend. You say it's a crazy year. I think it's going to be a hot year for projects. Too broke for therapy. We got the vapes out. We're out here really living our highest life. But you said it's wild. You think 2020 is going to be a crazy year. It's the Wild West. It's like the first. It's like the first lap of a race of the decade. Interesting, interesting. I like that uh, outlook. Positions are changing. Everyone's going hard right now, but it's it's just the beginning. There's a lot to happen, a lot to come. Get excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just get excited, yeah. I'm going to be 37 at the end of uh, the, the 20s, so 
<laughs> I'm not really looking forward to that one. That's young. Yeah, that is kind of young. Yeah, I'll be like 40-something. No, you'll be like 38. <laughs> anyway, guys, let's get into it. Dylan, I've got a couple of questions for you. Tell the folks your last name because I don't know your last name. This so is my last a new name. theme on the show. I'm really just having people on to learn their last names. Well, So my last name's Weiss or Weiss, have you. It's German. German? Yes. Oh, oh okay. Not a big fan of the German people or culture. No, uh, hot take. I have a question. Don't really want to go there. We're no. not German. We had to change our last name to a German last name because we were Russian Jews. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, and it was undercover. our last name was Wasserman. Oh. Real fucking Jewish. What does that mean, you think? I don't fucking like know. Like a waterman? Like maybe they're very into... Wasser? Maybe like someone who like... Like, I don't Whisks. know, wasps things? Wasps. Yeah, yeah. Like squat, like wisp. I don't know. Yeah. Whisper, you know? Your whispering eye. I, my last name's Baker, so I just know. Do you speak German? Fuck no. I speak French I fluently. Je, je suis français. Tu sais, donc c'est très cool. J'adore le vin et tout ça. Et ouais, on, on est là, on fait, 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 fait le podcast et c'est cool. Uh, oh, oui. Yes. Oui. That's I'm the only French we uh, know working in a kitchen. I, I'm oui. learning a little bit of French uh, reading this Jacques Pepin book. Pepin. Yeah, you brought a book. Pepin. 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 Ah, like paper. No, not like paper. Pepin. No, Pepin. Pepin. Like that's that's like how Pepin. like how rappers say paper. It's not paper. It's paper. No, Pepin. No. It's close. It's in your nose. Pepin. Yeah. Pepin. You make like an N sound in your nose. Ah, ah, ah. Kanye West voice. Hey. Yeah, French is weird, man. You speak with like all your nose, nasal sounds, and like you barely open your mouth. It's a lot of um, waiting. That's what I think French is. Half of French is him going. And it's all, it's all like, hey, uh, ouais, c'est yes, comme ça, yes. parce que on fait, uh, tu sais, pas, oh. yeah. You hear their, <laughs> you hear their thought process, like literally trying to find the next word. It's like, oh, c'est comme, uh, and it, that's not even real French, guys. If you didn't know, I just want to. That sounded just, good. It sounds good, right? <laughs> I spent a lot of time just listening to French, being like, oh fuck, I don't know where the hell I am. So let me ask you a couple questions, Dylan, just yeah. to rattle off the dome. Last time we had you on the podcast, like I said, we had some audio issues. It was kind of a bummer that we lost that episode. The video is still on our Twitter page at TBFT Podcast if people want to check that out. It's almost tolerable, the audio quality in that episode uh, via the video. But we're working on that. There's no Periscope for this episode. And when you were on last time, you kind of gave us a big background of your life. Obviously, you grew up in Venice Beach, California, which must yes, have sir. been a, kind of a trip for you now. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, growing up in Venice back in the day was cool. It was like grungy and. It's not. Know. It's not so much grungy anymore. No, no. it's almost like tech officey, right? Well, at, if at first started like tech officey with getting like Snapchat and everything yeah, like, like, that. Like, like that, and then like Snapchat got booted out, and like the tech industry kind of like phased out, and like the whole fashion district took over. So now it's like you still have your your artists and whatnot in Venice, but like. Abikini has turned into like the n next Rodeo Drive of like the beach. It's fucking weird. Did you ever watch the show Californication? Uh, no, I haven't. You should I've really watch that show. David Duchovny. It it's all in Venice. I, you know, you see some sites. You might be like, oh yeah, I know where that house I is. I think you mentioned this to us the last time. Hey, I'm always trying to plug Californication. I love David Duchovny. David Duchovny's <laughs> the man. When you said David Duchovny, I thought of this Mac Miller line. What is and it? And he said, uh, he said, Asian women love me because I look like David Duchovny. I love that. That's a good and one. That's yeah, that's the only reason I know who David Duchovny is. I, I X Files. Did you Did you look him up after that? I did not. I just accepted it for what it was. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like like little B, you know, B 
bitches on my dick because I look like Terrence Howard or something. You know, <laughs> it's like he doesn't, but it's like just a funny Very thing funny. to say. You can literally yeah. just say any fucking line and just put some celebrity's last name on yeah. the end or like full name on the end of it, and it yeah. just sounds sick. I've looked up people because Lil B's plugged up before. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. We need yeah. to get Lil B on the podcast. Maybe he could drop us dope. a plug, you know, in, in a freestyle that we can be, people would be like, oh, I should look up what he's talking about. He loves state students. He'll make a song with states. He'll make songs with state students if you're a serious musician. Oh, he loves me. Yeah. Technically, I'm his brother. Once commented on, I still need to get that Instagram post screenshotted and printed on my wall of the photo of me and him. Now you've got to wade through tens of thousands of feet pictures before you'll find it because it's so old. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Little B, listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna condone all of his actions here, but um, there's a question that we'll get to later in the show that's almost on the whole feet picture kind of thing so back to you dylan really quick you're drinking some wine it looks like you love wine what were your vices growing up what was what was it like what what would you say um your upbringing was as compared to uh you know most people who don't get to grow up in los angeles like los angeles or i mean like also growing up in like like a french household too well just both i mean more like what was your if you could describe your upbringing what would it be like i think we've all kind of talked about ours i think like um I don't know. I feel like I was just brought up like really laid back and relaxed. Um, I didn't have a dad that was really around too much. So like it was just my mom and, you know, I had to grow up and mature at a young age, younger than like most kids. So I felt like I gravitated to like a more mature crowd at a younger age and, you know, started hanging out with like older kids and that got me into trouble at a younger age. But it also shaped me to like be more matured street smarts and like know what was good and know what was bad like sooner rather than later do you have siblings i do yeah so i'm the oldest i have a younger brother who's eight years younger than me and a younger sister who's uh 15 years younger than me holy shit what a gap that that is a gap i know it's weird uh it was a little bit weird for like me and my brother growing up because he's five years five years younger than me Uh uh-huh so he wanted to tag along but he couldn't because he was like like no, I'm 15. I'm not bringing a 10 year old with me. Like we're gonna go <laughs> ride around and do some shit, you yeah. know. So do you feel that way with your uh, younger? I mean, siblings, I've been trying they? to like get my younger brother to like start coming out. He just recently started to like come out of his shell. He was mm-hmm. always a really like closed, really shy kid, and I was th- totally opposite. It was like fucking yeah. extrovert, extrovert to the max. Like wanted to just socialize and like be around people like constantly so th- i think now he's like starting to come out to his show i'm trying to get him to come out to san francisco and you know see how he likes it and hang out and show him around do you think that being up here coming from like southern california as another socal transplant as me and jared both are do you think it's a i don't know like an escape from that kind of culture but like still not that far away that it's comforting or do you think it's uh, what do you a different that, scene that kind of culture like California culture, like people are pretty laid back. No one's too aggressive, um, and you're not too far away from home. But it it does kind of feel like we're in a different state sometimes. No? Totally, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you're still young, so I'm sure you're like getting kind of used to being an adult. And this is like a, a city where people tend to. Want I mean, to be it's a been like forever. it's been like three years now. I've been living on my own, so I like definitely I like love living up here and you know doing my thing and doing that. St- side type of stuff but i definitely don't really feel like there's like a like a big like culture change at least in like the types of people that i feel like i yeah mesh with like seems like we all come like we're from a very similar background and everything and we're all kind of doing similar things and 
but there is like the aspect of how the city is different from Los Angeles, and that's what I really like about it. And smaller town, though. I mean, being smaller and like Venice is also like San Francisco, where it's not like a, a city, but like a beach city. It's a city yeah. by a beach. You know, yeah. it's just like literally cityscape up until you meet the sand, and yeah. it can kind of be aggressive in that same way and you live in the sunset right which is I, like yeah i live in like lakeside lakeside oh okay yeah. yeah so you used to live in the sunset no i used to live in sunset yeah, yeah so that's kind of like the same culture out there too i'm sure yeah it's very often. similar to like what like venice used to be like a couple year, years ago actually it was just like kind of like a little more grungy a little more like down to earth and like what's like the gnarliest thing you've seen in venice that wouldn't be a question i would ask someone oh i mean uh hmm I know that's probably, I mean, the gnarliest, probably thing, a long gnarliest thing I've ever seen was when I was 10 years old. It was like six in the morning. I was just about to go go to school and I hear like all these sirens and everything. And there's a bunch of gunshots go off like outside like 630 in the m- morning. So like my mom's like opens the door to like go and see what it is. And I like slip by by her and like run by the gate and like go and like crack the gate open and look. And there's this dude laying in my fucking alley and I'm just like all bleeding out yeah. right in my fucking driveway right right there it was crazy wow dude i feel like i'm listening to a kendrick lamar verse that one was pretty crazy and then like there was an rv that caught fire outside my house once oh, that's pretty sick. i that like was. an rv fire. So, <laughs> so growing up in venice you saw a man get shot on the street you're the young white kendrick lamar of venice beach <laughs> not at all good kid, right. mad city. tde good kid mad city what, give me some other album titles. Section uh, Section what, 80s Baby. Section 80s Baby. What's the area code of... 90210. Is it really 90210? No, 90291. 90291. Hip. That's where my gun rests, mm-hmm. son. Uh-huh. Lyrically, I'm unspun. Look Ooh. at me, I'm undone. Tied Don't up. call me Weezer, but I'm all blue. On the album <sighs> cover, looking at you. Okay, I'm going to step away Beep. from the mic. There you go. There anyway, thanks, Leonard. Hot Thank fire, Dylon. Hot fire, Dylon. Was was that so? When you saw that body, was that ever like explained? Did you ask questions like, "Yo, what the fuck's going on?" No, because I was like ten and I like saw it, and my mom like whipped me out of the driveway and like pulled me in and put me back in the house, and then like it just kind of soaked in my brain. I never really like asked questions. I like kind of knew what I saw. I'd seen movies and shit. Yeah. Isn't it weird? So how slightly desensitized. Yeah. yeah. But like, I was like, uh, when I got a little older, I was like, holy shit! Like, every time I like see my driveway, it's like I'm always like, yep. So you've been up here for three years, you said, and you obviously like it enough to still be here. What do you think the benefits of living up here are compared to like being somewhere else? I mean, obviously you chose this place because you're going to school, correct? Yeah. And what are you doing in school again? <coughs> Just studying media studies. Oh, media studies. So mm-hmm. you're in the same vibe as mm-hmm. uh, Sweet Jay over here. The vape, the vape gone. Vape yeah, niche. I just wanted to get like a just a different feel and a different area for a couple of years while I'm in school and just explore a new c- c- city. I like San Francisco. I really like love it, but I don't think I'm gonna end up staying up here. Where do you think you'll end up going? Longer. Back down? Um, I'll probably end up moving back for a little bit to Los Angeles, and then I want to move to Europe. Europe eventually. Big time. Yeah, yeah. It would be the vibe. That's the move. Yeah. Where would you go? I want to go to uh, Biarritz in France, the southwest of France. Why? Uh, Do you just want to settle down out there? You want to get a dog? You want to like maybe no? You know, I just get would like to like I want to like try with to like work out there and like figure out something to do with like you know like a you know. Well, I'm I'm trying to start like a, an event planning coordinating oh, company wow. right now, so then I yeah. want to like try to like bring that down to France and then like just do a bunch of things with like wine and 
stuff like that. I also want to get my sommelier license. So like oh, wow. You should do that while you're up here going to school. You might as well. Just that's consider an extra class. That's what I'm going to try to do. We know some people. There's, you do. You know, obviously, when we were fucking <laughs> trying to record the last episode of this podcast, there was a wine the tasting, wine and, tasting and, and we got booted to the kitchen where we belong. We were like, you know, recoiled back there. We really should have taken the table. We should have LD'd him. We should have we Larry David him. We should have. You really should have Larry David. I know. I should have socialist assed him, guys. Yeah. I listen. I was cooking pasta. There was nothing. We we didn't own the table at the yeah, time. Everything was set up. Both of us, both of us had deference over them. This is a natural wine from Australia. I do love a natural wine, and Australia actually makes some great natural wines. I'm a big fan. I also love that bottle art. Right. <laughs> very lovely. Very light. What is what would you call that? I mean, obviously, it's just a blend, as most natural it's ones are. It's a blend. I think it's probably got like um, very sweet, very honey, yeah, crisp. Every everything I want in a wine, to be honest. It's probably like a like a Syrah or like a Merlot. I don't drink Merlot, and if that was Merlot, I would know. I don't think it's a Merlot. You don't think so? From Australia, do you think they're growing Merlot? In I think Australia? they're growing Syrah. In oh, they're Australia definitely growing sure. Syrah. Red wine. See, that's what I like about natural wine, which is something that we but don't it's talk. Probably got some like some Pinot or something in there too. It, it kind of looks like a like just a red and white blend. That's what I feel like they do a lot in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't really talk a lot about natural wine, but that's something that I actually really like. Um, when I was in France, that's pretty much all I drank was natural wine and a lot of gin and tonics, to be honest, as I usually do. Did you do the Action Bronson tour? I did go to a couple spots because I do love that video. To be honest, I've watched the Action Bronson going to Paris, France with uh, Clovis, whose birthday it is today, actually. Shouts out. But I, I appreciate wine a lot more, but primarily because I think that the natural wine culture is so, like, slightly punk rock that it interests me enough to be, like, someone can produce a limited amount of bottles and still be able to kind of get their name out there. And that's, it, like I said, beautiful bottle of wine. They do usually mix red and whites in Australia, that beautiful blend. Where do yeah. you buy your wine from in the Bay Area so people can find out? So, oh, I don't know if I want to give that information out, man. Give, give the information out. out. All right. Well, I, 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 I get, uh, Why I get not my give wine some business? from uh, other avenues in the sunset. Other little, avenues? Little small little grocery co-op store. Wait, give me, can you give me the the streets? I know you know where you're with the location. Judah. Judah? Okay. Yeah. Classic. Judah, Judah and 44th. Judah and 44th. So kind of out there. 45th. And Love then uh, also I just picked up two really nice bottles of wine from uh, my friend Jared's work today, Douglas, Douglas in Noe Valley. Noe Valley. On 29th and Sanchez. Jared, how's work been going? It's, it's work. <clears throat> That's all it is. It's a job. I go and I get paid and I leave and I try to reset myself i go in the next day and then i'm off for five days i only work twice a week sound like you're a firefighter or some <laughs> shit what the heck kind of job is that a bullshit one where i don't make enough money but i don't want to work any harder because then it would mean working harder and i don't i'm not in the headspace to do that right now respect hey at least you know that you're not in the headspace to do that right now what a way to be on top of your bandwidth i'm proud of you anyway back to me appreciating uh Dylan instead of Jarrett. So <laughs> how did you get into natural wine? What was your big thing? Like, or just wine in general, just being kind of connected to the French culture? I mean, I just, I've always been drinking wine since I was little. It's been kind of a thing, part of our fa- family, just having a little, a little thing of we'll red, red, red wine with dead to dinner here we'll and there. See. And, you know, c- Christmas and 
any big occasion was always like, you know, we'd always break out the nice champagnes and nice white wines with like seafood and this and that. So it's, I've always been around wine my whole life. And then just this year I started taking much more of like an appreciation for it and like kind of been wanting to like figure out some taste myself. So I've just been like buying some wines and just kind of like figuring out palettes and just like kind of writing stuff down and then look, looking them up and like seeing if I, you know, could pick out certain things or here and there and stuff like that. So I think I might have a book for you upstairs I could hand off to you that I'm definitely not reading actively. <laughs> so, um, so what I would love to do is get into the questions this week, guys. We have two questions that everyone submitted on twobrokefortherapy.com slash submit. Someone also submitted a question via Two Broke for Therapy's Twitter page, TBFT Podcast. We appreciate the questions. It really helps the show. If you guys want to submit questions, do so. You can do it anonymously, and we will answer them every week on the podcast and let you guys know our opinions of what you guys send us. So the first question we got is from someone named Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. And the subject says, how to get swifty when you live with your partner. Jared, why don't, why don't you produce this and read the body of the email here? The body of the email says, hey, boys, longtime listener, first question, though. I have a predicament that I'd love to get your opinion on, something that might be a lame question, but I need some help. So I moved in with my boyfriend a few months ago, and I have no idea how to surprise him or initiate getting freaky. But we don't share rooms during the week, but do on the weekends. Not sure if that's important, but might be in your answer. I remember when we weren't living together, I'd have on lingerie when he came over and have new ideas and just kind of break it out that way. But I guess I've almost regressed, and I feel silly or embarrassed doing it just like on a random Wednesday or doing it in the middle of us just hanging out at home. Do you guys have any suggestions on a good way to present getting freaky or should I just nut up and start doing it again whenever I fucking want? Thanks ahead of time if you have a chance to answer this. I appreciate it. What a beautifully read question by well, Jack Conley. What a my way to produce. first confusion is you just you said I recently just moved in with my boyfriend and then you said when we used to live together. So what I think is that's where I got confused. They might have lived together for a little bit, but they do on the weekends. Maybe that's just when they primarily spend time together. It just sounds like they're in a stagnant relationship that they do cross paths and like have time where they're spending like you know more than twenty four hours together, and they're having an issue getting it on. Essentially, well, I've always liked the like, you know, if the woman is just taking the reins on it and just I come home randomly and she's just like there on the couch like all sexy candles like fucking bottle of wine ready to go I can't fucking resist I'm gonna rip my fucking clothes off and get to it like no matter what situation are candles essential for you I mean it's gotta be like dimly lit it can't be like your fucking house is like lit like regularly it's gotta be fucking sexy you know scented what I mean scented or unscented I mean, I don't. I prefer unscented candles, but if you got if you got some jasmine or like some patchouli, that's gonna really rub me the right way. Oh my <laughs> day! <laughs> what if you came in and you were like, "The wine's not natural, baby. I gotta go." Oh, dude, I <laughs> I think I'll fucking real dip out real quick quickly. If she got some menage a trois, I'd be like, "Oh, what are you doing? You see what I buy? What do you come on?" No nah, Stella, and it, and it wouldn't be a signal or anything. <laughs> It'd be an immediate turnoff. It'd be like. Uh, you got menage a trois. I'm, I'm out, out of here. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I appreciate any effort that women make to like stimulate the relationship, get something going. Uh, just like you said, I think it's a, a nice gesture. I'm also at the state where 
if it's still at the point in your relationship where you're moving in, obviously I've never moved in with a woman, but I've definitely been at their house more than just, you know, a couple days a week mm-hmm. or on the weekend. Like yeah. I've virtually lived with someone. I've exactly. had someone virtually live with me exactly. before. They just didn't go back and forth to their house yeah. that often. I've had people like girls live with me and have all their shit, but also have like a place where they didn't stay because they didn't like. I've the had some situation. toothbrushes in my bathroom. Let's just say that. Oh, I yes, might have yes. stocked some tampons. Oh, completely. Nah, you're completely. not stocking tampons. <laughs> Don't say that. You're not doing that. You're not about that life. You're a piece okay. of shit. You just uh, let him bleed all over the floor it's like pads, a fucking it's all pads. dog. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Damn, reminder: <laughs> Leonard's such a gentleman. He stocks pads to keep or tampons, <laughs> tampons, pads, and tampons because you never because you, know. you never know who's going to come over and what yeah. they're going to need. Like that is next level hospitality. Leonard has a wife, so I feel like you've got to keep do. those. On I have, stock. A, I have a. Well, I mean, yeah, I go, to, I go to the store. I actually put her on uh, to a new brand. These uh, Flex Foam. They come in a box, not the bag. The box is the good shit. But he's had this. Yeah, if you practice. get in a box, you know it's good. Yeah. He's held this practice longer than he's held his wife, so remember that. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't. I don't, I don't know about that one. I won't. I won't say anything either because she listens. I, I do. What <laughs> a great lady. So we are essentially. I, I mean, I'm just kind of confused because I feel like there should still be that spark, especially if you live together at some point. I don't know. Like, I don't think that things fade that fast. I don't know how no. long they've been in a relationship, yeah. but do well, you think is it, it could be an is issue? It, is it, it could be him working a lot mm. and he's tired. I mean, are you going to really no, give that excuse? No, no, because I, I work I'm like 60 fuck, hours a week and I'm I'm still always, I, for the, hey, you're trying to, t- like this <laughs> yeah. today, this morning. She's like, no, nah, I got to get rid of like, are you sure? Because I can, I got time. So I don't know. I got five it, minutes. But every everybody's different, <laughs> you know. Every everybody is completely different. Well, I sexually. think I think like like she said, you know, she was saying like she's kind of regressed, and in the past that she was kind of like taking that initiative. I think if she like took the initiative, but maybe spiced it up in some new ways, you know, like maybe not do it in the same sense that she was before, and like bring some new things to yeah, the playing like field. If she shaves her vagina. Lisa, or maybe Lisa, does, like, Lisa. does like a like a landing strip, you know, spice things yeah. up, get your butthole bleached. I don't know. Some leave a trail of pubic hair. What, what, <laughs> what I kind of also what like I was getting from it, too, is it sounds like she was putting in a lot of effort for a while and he like kind of got used to it and stopped giving a shit. And now he's sitting there on a Wednesday night not doing anything. He could make a move and make her. That's what I'm saying. I agree. I, feel I like agree. He could make make a move I because feel as like a man, we always like to make the move too. That's what I'm saying. What What would it mean if he made the move? What would it mean like if a relationship is stagnant? And she's it sending seems us like a that question. She's wanting it, and he, if he like, you know, has gotten used to it, then he should like. He's, he's seventy. Gotta, she wants it. He's 75, 90 percent of the way there. You like, gotta like. Hey, you gotta give what you get, right? Exactly. No, I think you guys are acting absolutely foolish. This guy probably doesn't give a shit or doesn't give a shit to like no, yeah. want I to have you. sex at this time with this person, which is like actually a sad realization of the relationship is stagnated. That's what happens. Everyone gets bored of the person well, they're with that's at gotta some be point. A, that's got to be something you got to talk about. And that is something that you have to talk about. But at the same time, if she's making these gestures like, hey, check it out. Now I have lingerie on or something like that. It's like maybe they should take notice, no? Maybe she's gained weight or something or something has changed about her that he doesn't really <laughs> fuck with. Because that's a real thing for some guys. They don't fuck with that weight gain shit. Like Corey's gained weight since we've been together. But I, I don't really care about it. You know, if anything, it's gotten a little bit better. Oh, wow. Not to put a, you know. Leonard's preferred. Persuasion. She's got a ring since then. But um, maybe it's something about her that he doesn't like. If they've 
move back in together or whatever their I mean, he weird could be cheating is. on her. There, there's plenty of things it, to yeah, stagnate a relationship. And I, listen, I'm yeah. not trying to be a jackass or an asshole. I'm just saying that there's things that could lead you to be curious about your current situation Completely. to like be curious about. I feel like you're at a point, uh, Pickle Rick, sorry, this is a weird way to address you, but I think that when you're going through a relationship and something kind of gets to the point where it's stale, you could only try so much to spice it up, but once you oversalt it, no one's going to want any part to do with it. I think what she should do is, because uh, the name made me think of this, start masturbating. Use, Just do use, it in front of him. Yeah, use all the fruits and vegetables, oh God, get I a cucumber, who, lo- who doesn't love zucchini, nice banana, yeah. Oh. And just like when you know he's coming in. How about a good walk in? You're like, oh. That's what I'm saying. When you know he's coming in, get it out right there on the couch, butt naked. Pubic hair leaning all the way up to you and your banana. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. Candle lit. Candle yeah, lit. No sense in the house. <laughs> I, primarily, my advice, all in all, to end this question is just give it a couple more tries and really put your best effort behind it. You know, you don't need four men telling you how to be sexy. You're a fucking woman. I'm sure you're beautiful. And I feel like if someone doesn't appreciate that, first and foremost, fuck that guy. And if you're trying to fuck that guy, fuck him a couple more times. See if you can actually spice it up. And if it seems like it's still stale, definitely leave the relationship or get some open communication before you do something dumb that might jeopardize your guys' relationship after the actual intimacy part of your relationship you might be able to stay friends after but don't let it get so stale where you have to take another avenue to find attention or love because that might lead you to a place where you don't feel respected in any regard and mainly i think that women are just like men they want to fuck and if men don't want to fuck as a man i think there's something up with that maybe a little ed but just ed erectile disc Dysfunction. Yeah. Listen, some t- that is a real thing. And then, hey man, yeah. Roman, Roman dot, dot, dot com. Roman dot com. Microdose. Hannibal yeah. Burris microdoses dick pills. Blue Chew. Hannibal Burris microdoses dick he pills. He talks about it on his podcast all the time. He's <laughs> like, I took half a Cialis and I was in that shit. <laughs> I respect it. I respect it. Listen, if, if that's going to, if you're going to juice, at least be open about juicing. It's, at least he's open yeah. about it. His blood pressure could be fucked up. It's true. Blood pressure pills messes up, you know, you think that. Yeah, I have a heart problem, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. You just got to, you know, I love a partner that's understanding, and I feel like this person's trying to understand no matter what the situation mm-hmm. is, but it's just not working out, yeah. and I feel for them, that's all. She just has to have the conversation. That was what I was going to say. You got to lob the question. Yeah. It's not an easy question. Figure it's out not intentions. An easy, at this point, like, it sounds like it would be a tough conversation. If it comes to the point where you're, like, sitting in questions... I mean, I'd literally be like, yo, you don't want to, like, fuck me right now? And just let that be the intro. And there's no, <laughs> Completely. There's no better situation than to be You're like, I'm putting naked. everything out on the fucking table yeah. at this point. Like, what the fuck is going on? And I love having an argument naked, to be honest. It's one of my favorite pastimes. That's usually, I like how, how I like to start the argument if I'm going to have one. If, 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 the, if my lady is, like, starting to get a little... Little bitchy w- with me, I start taking my clothes off and I start yelling at her all naked. I'm like, "You fucking listen to me!" She's like, "Why are you erect?" And also, <laughs> you know, I, I get, you get all the fucking endorphins you the and adrenaline. You start getting hard. You know, it's the juices flowing. And then you fuck really good. You know. Well, I mean, uh, hopefully, if she lets you and doesn't oh, fucking no. be like, "Why did you just call me a bitch?" Always. <laughs> yeah, don't call her a bitch. Oh, you don't. You, you, <laughs> you, you <laughs> don't know my Jared's advice, guys. I appreciate, oh, guys, oh, bitch. Pickle Rick, I appreciate you sending in your question. I hope we gave you some insight 
mainly, I think you're doing the best you can, and I think that if someone doesn't appreciate that, you have to you have to get to the point where you understand that and either A, have the conversation, or B, figure out what the hell you're going to do for the next couple months of your life. I was just thinking, was the question about having sex or was it about spicing up their sex? I, well, feel like, I feel like she said something about spicing it up. But continue to spice it up if that's what you want to do. But more importantly, just have the conversation about it. It's yeah. about initiation. Initiation. It's about initiation, but I feel like it's about initiation where she wants to be active, but there's n- like like kissing or like a yeah. little like hand play isn't gonna do anything. I feel yeah. like she's like, how do I get this guy to actually want to fuck me or be with me in some regard? Not just like, you know, like I said, you're you could be at home just chilling and you could be making out, and usually that is enough to insinuate, oh, let's get freaky. I mean, but if I, she's got to walk out in like full regalia, yeah. like it's a scene in Wolf of Wall Street or some shit, and <laughs> I'm like, like I, I, I just want the best for anybody. Like, uh, have I walked out like a young bull on his breakout day at the rodeo? Of course I have. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, I've been rearing my my foot, going, <laughs> <laughs> sounding like a horse, <laughs> and it's appreciated. And if it's not appreciated, that, that that's got to be the... Oh, it's worked. I got to try that. You, <laughs> you got to try it. It's the move. Yeah, you got to come I, out like a, like a stallion, this man. This is very reminiscent of the naked man from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. Great great move. The naked man. Oh, the Neil Patrick Harris? Yes. Like No, it's not his move. It's yeah, it's it's not Neil he, Patrick Harris. He learned Harris. it. He learned it from someone. He learned it from someone else. Yes, where they walk out on their date, and then the man is just naked on the couch, and they're like, oh, what? And he's like, what? And it's so awkward. He's like, it works two out of three times. That's a high percentage, 33.3%. <laughs> yeah, that'll get you in the Hall of Fame. Pickle Rick, I hope we helped you. Thank you so much for your question. Good Let luck. us know how it goes. Even if you don't want us to talk about it on the show, I'd love to find out the results. But like I said, I think just give it a couple more shots, and if you don't notice any results... You can only take from find a new do. stallion. Hopefully, Megan the stallion. Have the conversation first. Have the conversation <laughs> first. Be it, like, yeah. yeah, definitely don't be like, yeah. I gotta go find me. Or you know what? You know, just like maybe bring a bring one of your friends over and be like, hey, you know, I got. <sighs> now I'm liking the way you're talking. Okay, guys, my <laughs> blood pressure is high. I don't know. Is this uh, <laughs> no? Um, thank you so much for your question, Pickle Rick. Really appreciate it. And let's get to the last question which is not have a name because this person wants to remain anonymous, but they submitted it through our Twitter page, TBFT Podcast. Can I add something? Yeah. If you send in something anonymous, like be creative like Pickle Rick. Give us an anonymous name. This person sent it in their literal Twitter name. Like Uh, I got the DM, so uh, they're just asking to stay anonymous. So we're choosing a name for them. Dylan. Well, that's always fun, though. Do you know the man of the... But I I like random names. It's the journalist courtesy. You don't reveal your sources. Yeah. I, I want to I respect it. Any name, let's give it a woman's name, if you will. Actually, no, it's a man. Let's give it a man's name. What do you think the name of the man you witnessed bullet hole filled was? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? Jesus Christ. Don't do that. His name was Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, it was <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, there we go. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Cristo. Jesus Cristo asks, guys, recently... I was online and noticed something that alarmed me. One of my ex-girlfriends who I broke up with two and a half years ago, who we still actively talk every once in a while, started a premium Snapchat. This premium Snapchat is accessible 
at a nominal fee, and I'm very uncomfortable about it, just because I still care about this person and don't know what to do. Should I talk to her about it? Should I not even say that I've noticed it? But do I feel bad that I may or may not have followed her premium Snapchat Twitter page? (laughs) 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 He's still out there for the content. I appreciate him. Guys, I I really... Did you write this? No, I did not. (laughs) (laughs) I I have no ex-girlfriend starting a premium Snapchat that I know about. And if you do... Fuck, please don't start because of this podcast or S- me talking Send about Send him it. in. I would not be a fan. No, I'm, I'm not a fan. Um, he basically just wants to know what we would do. I mean, it's a crazy situation. When I got the question, I was pretty like, oh, fuck. This one seems like the biggest no-brainer ever, though. It's not your fucking business. It, yeah. I mean, it's definitely not his business. Yeah. But <laughs> he, he's just he's more he's more commenting on the fact that, like, I mean, he's just trying to get his knowledge out there. He's like, dude, what the fuck is going on? Like, And this is a popular thing. He's like, even her friends have a premium Snapchat. It's like a ring of people. It is ridiculously well, easy hey, money. I, if, I don't uh, have, do a, have a premium I Snapchat? I have an ex-girlfriend who does not have a premium Snapchat, but I have heard rumors that she is working as a call girl. Wow. And does work at this place in downtown or like Hollywood, Los Angeles called the Cat House, where all these women walk around in lingerie and serve drinks. And I can't. Do you know the uh, address? I don't want to know place? what else goes on around pen? there, but I can only imagine that like it's probably some sort of escort service. I mean, she's going to Las Vegas all the time and shit like that. And like I haven't reached out to her, and I'm, I really hope that How she's not. I feel like I feel like you're really not kind of worried almost, but yeah, I'm like, worried. but I'm not responsible, and I'm like. She's kind of like gone off the rails a little bit, and I feel like she, she's going to be like the person that kind of realized like what the fuck she's doing. Like, that's a little bit deeper investment in the game, though. She's even out here in lingerie serving beverages. Like, this is a girl sitting in her bedroom, probably sending some. Oh yeah, some that pics. on that case, I would would in his situation maybe like you know if he had those good intentions and really meant them, like talk to her as a friend. You know, if you actually saw them like regularly or did talk to them regularly, like you said you did, then you know. I don't see what the big deal about bringing it up, especially if it's an ex-girlfriend of yours that you cared about for some sort of amount of time. And still talk to. You know, I, I mean, I'd be like... What's, what's going, going on? Going Are you like... Do you like... I like, mean... You like, know? Because that's like almost a cry for help in a sense sometimes. No. I've, I think in, our, never modern, know, in our modern society, I feel like you especially know, if... I never know. Of course I don't know anything. That's why I do this podcast. It's, <laughs> it's a product of the gig economy. Think about it. People I mean, yeah, it is pretty lucrative money. People are either going to be driving Uber and they're selling their bodies, their minds, and their cars for pennies on the dollar, or they're sending picture, or they're selling pictures of their titties for fucking fifty dollars a piece, making way more money. And it's the only thing that's taboo about it is the taboo itself. That's there's true. nothing necessarily wrong with it at all, and it's an easy way to make money. And there's people doing that shit for free, so why not make a little money? If you need the money, why not? I think it's an incredibly easy way of making money. That's why I'm almost like, oh my gosh, I can't I agree with none Jared of my ex girlfriends situation. Though. I mean, yeah, but at the same, you time, know, you do what you want with what you know. I feel, feel like you must have some sort of leveled headedness to be, be like, okay, you know, I'm gonna start doing this to make some fucking cash. So I feel like he should, uh, he should hit her up and be like, hey, how could I get in on this? That's what I mean. Why not just subscribe and be like, yeah, wow. I mean, she might take it as like, wow, he supports me. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Is invest in the content. Get. You know, the content, see what she's really up to, and just support somebody. 
support her because she's your friend and you've been you've maintained a friendly relationship for two and a half years like you're not going to get back together you know it's all, so why not pay her a support. little money for all some support. nude pictures all support I'm just saying, if you're someone who's like a beautiful woman who's like willing to put herself out on the web and you're comfortable doing that, it's like, why not make a little bit off the top? There's obviously people that are willing to pay for it. And I think that they're obviously, as we're all four men, I'm sure we all have watched porn before and all have our preferences, but the professional shit is just <laughs> too much. You got to have the amateur, no? I agree. That's that's all I really watch. That's for what the I'm most saying. Part. So I, it, it's the content, it's the custom content. It's like people are doing it. I mean, a premium Snapchat isn't anything new. Our old coworker David, my ex roommate, he used to talk to a lot of women on Tinder that would try to get him to buy a premium Snap, and he was like, "All these women out here trying to get me to buy a premium Snap," and it's like a thing that actually exists. It, it's a real thing. Yeah, it's like a thing that fucking almost regular everyday women use too. Do and it's like you could meet anyone. In a given day, and you know, you wouldn't even know that they would have premium chat, Snapchat, but they would, you know. That's the thing. It's, it's and what, how much work are they putting into the reward? It's like it's a crazy business. Uh, all in all, if that happened to me, I'd definitely be like, oh man, what the fuck. But I feel for the guy. It's probably hard to watch. All in all, like it's probably not a good feeling. Oh, but, totally. But hey, I but appreciate you sending in the question and giving us. This haven't content. they been broken up for two years? Two years and a half, I think, but. Hey Two man. and a half years, but at the same time, yeah, you gotta let that go. I feel like enjoy the content. I feel like it'd be way different if he was like, "Yo, I just found out my girlfriend." Yeah, well, oh, yeah. you know, then it's like, "Yo, so what that's, the fuck?" That's you know? fucked. Yeah. Well, can I flip the question on you guys? Let's do this real quick. Obviously, Jared, you could sit out. Leonard, you're more than welcome to sit out of this as well. If you found out that the girl that you're dating or like the girl that you're newly interested in had a premium Snapchat. Would you be about it? Would you like? If it was someone that I like met like first to face to face, like you're saying, like recently just started talking to, and I found out something like that, it'd be something that I would bring up in a conversation and be like, "Yo, so what's up with this fucking like premium Snapchat thing?" I wouldn't think anything of it unless she was like one of those girls who fucking met up with other dudes. I'm like, now you're soliciting sex, and that's a whole other fucking ball game. Yeah, but if they're taking pictures... But if they're just taking pictures doing that, I wouldn't think twice about it, but I'd be like, are you going to continue to do this? I mean, if it's your only source of income, then I really, really give a shit because you're not fucking meeting up with other dudes as long as you're fucking, you know, fucking, I don't give a fuck. I'm the only guy who's fucking you. Don't put me on your fucking Snapchat. That's true. (laughs) I mean, but you could be the one recording it. You could get plugged too. And you could just, like hey, I'll just down, it, I'll you know, yeah. No facing. I'm just saying, if I could make a private, a premium <laughs> Snapchat, I would, guys. I think I've got some content that people would like. Yeah, you could like shave your back and stuff. I should shave my. If, if someone would they pay would to that, yeah. have my back shaved and video record that to send it to them as some sort of fetish, that would help me out a lot, guys. Um, Look for that. <laughs> I'm gonna pocket this question. I want to ask a girl next time we have a woman on the podcast. I would love to find out what her thoughts are as well, but. I say we did the best we could for four straight gentlemen, three of us being uh, white men that no one want to listen to, and <laughs> someone being a person of color who literally someone asked me if I have any people of color on the Excuse podcast. Me? Well, well, you're. What'd you call me? Uh, pigmented. What? <laughs> 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 uh, so, it, it was just a strange question. They were like, "Do you have any people of color in your podcast?" And I was like, "I mean, yeah, we're a diverse podcast. We have like women. We have." all various types of walks of life. I live in San Francisco, like, of course. Yeah, but I do get that the album cover is a white guy holding a beer to his head and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But it, it makes me feel like they never listened to any of the, the previous 
Well, they were asking because they want to get into it, or they are saying oh. yes. But okay, because you just jumped that. I was like, know, oh, have they, are they not listening? Are they not looking at the pictures? Well, yeah. I hope they're looking at the pictures. I mean, they've definitely followed me for longer than. Hey, man, I hope I'm considered culturally diverse and fucking half European. So. Well, I mean, so am I, but I don't think that's a good thing to <laughs> claim. Mean, man, <laughs> I'm on the block. <laughs> claiming England, no, yeah. it's definitely it's something to claim. We're mm-hmm. a diverse. We're a diverse community. Community. We're not just full full blood Americans. You know. I disagree. Guys, too broke for therapy. This is what we're all about. Uh, Dylan, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're welcome. I, I, I hope we answered everyone's questions to the best of our ability. I think we did a great job. I want to get someone else's opinion on this whole Snapchat debacle. I think it's an interesting question. I can only imagine finding like a, oh my God, something yeah. like that out. But I appreciate you forwarding it to me and sending it in. And I hope that everybody listening isn't too tense right now and enjoyed listening to this episode we'll be back soon leonard i hope you enjoy a great time in hawaii i will and, and, and go actually, enjoy your your dinner tonight man i will so tonight is actually my uh my nephew's 11th birthday oh wow happy yeah he's birthday, he's, a, he's 11 so I'm what's like, his name adrian happy adrian. birthday adrian adrian bertram it's bertram. spelled it's spelled wow. butt ram oh, but dumb. uh but he he takes it like a champ I'm sure. <laughs> Any, uh, yeah. One more question for you: Are you going to go scuba diving? I have or to like set snorkeling? up. No, I have to set up a tour. I want to do like the whole Diamond Mountain thing and the, the hiking, the snorkeling. I'm gonna well, get active. You gotta get on a mountain bike. That'd be sick. You know that kind of scares me. Mountain bike. I, I don't want to fuck up my teeth again. Dude, I just paid racks on these things. One of my great friends, Brandon soon to be a surgeon, he went mountain biking and flew off the handlebars and broke both of his wrists at the same time. And was he? we had to leave our job because he couldn't work at the coffee machine. Yeah, I need both of my wrists to, like, masturbate. Exactly. Yeah. My dad just ate shit on his mountain bike when I was at home. He fucking had a scratch on his face and his leg was all fucked. Yeah, see, that's not helping me. Well, let's not do that. We, we won't yeah. be mountain biking, but let nah. it send us some content. Let, let it share it on the Twitter page. Jarrett, yeah. you're going to have a good couple weeks. We'll see you. I'm sure I'll spend next week with you. We'll have someone on the cast and we'll answer some questions bada bing bada boom dylan you'll be around i'll be around love always that. around love that open door policy here guys welcome to the, the casa I as long as your podcast folks like this voice you know oh they, i think they like the voice i think they like anyone who's willing to comment on their actual sometimes life sometimes people don't honest. like the french you know sometimes i you know i think people in this city they love every every walk of life no you don't think people appreciate everybody here they don't appreciate Nazis. Yeah, they don't yeah. fuck with Nazis. They definitely the don't fuck fascists. Fascists. Fuck no. Um, Orange people. I could say something, but I won't. Here say it. We're, we're, we're say here. it. Pussy. <laughs> I love Nazis. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for bringing the natural wine, Dylan. It was oh, delicious. Anytime, anytime, beautiful, anytime. beautiful sip. Thanks for bringing the Bon Viv, Jarrett. Hit that vape. Can we get a little vape crack? Ew, absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Let enjoy your dinner. Oh, God, that vape got in my fucking <coughs> mouth. Guys, I hope I feel better. Continue to send questions at 2brokefortherapy.com slash submit. Submit more questions on the Twitter at TBFT Podcast. We are now on Spotify. If you want to listen to any of our old episodes or our newer episodes, go to Spotify. Listen, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts as usual. Check out the website. Toss us a question. It helps the show out a lot. If you can leave any sort of review, five stars to three stars, that's like the range you can leave. If you leave anything less than that, to be honest, you'll hurt my feelings. Let's try to avoid that. You guys have anything to recommend before we go? Anything that you want people to check out in the new year? 
something that you got? I just uh, recommend uh, whatever you're into, find a book about it and read it from somebody personally doing it. See if you want to do it. More so for you young people out there trying to find your way. I love that. That's it, yeah. What, what book are you reading? I do see that this you This is it. The Apprentice by Jacques Pepin. And it's about? Give me a Jacques Pepin. 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 Jacques Pepin. Jacques. It's not Jacques? No, Jacques. That's how you say it in uh, where I'm from. (laughs) (laughs) Jacques. Anything you recommend, Dylan? Uh, In terms of what? Just life in general. Anything that you've been enjoying that you'd want people to check Um, out that makes uh, their day better? Just enjoy enjoy life. Enjoy the outdoors. Enjoy nature. Enjoy the natural wines. And, uh, you know, also, you know, indulge in some psychedelics every now and then. Oh, yes. Let's get some. I got some mushrooms for the next podcast if you like. We Guys, real weird. next week on Two Broke for Therapy. Jarrett, anything that you'd like to recommend to anybody? Maybe some mushrooms, some psychedelics? <laughs> <laughs> to, to quote the, the, the great Bobby Oriano, shouts out, the uh, LQ legend, health is wealth. I'm not very healthy, but I'm trying to be. Because if I get healthy, then I'm definitely going to be getting wealthy. That's what I'm saying. Right? Get a bike, Jarrett. Let's get you Dude, a bike. Shouts out to Bobby. He put me on a little B. Fuck yeah, health is wealth. For real, for real. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Guys... If I could recommend anything, just kind of like what Leonard said, if you have an interest in something, maybe put some effort into that in 2020. Try to get involved in something that makes you happy. Don't focus so much on work or the gym or anything like that. You'll find a lot of mental happiness in the simple things that make you happy and pursue those things and share those things and don't hold back from letting people see the things you make. I think that that's something that people overthink, especially in this time of day, and share it. Get yourself out there, and people will appreciate you, and if they don't, Fuck them. Do you broke for therapy? What a beautiful way to end the podcast, guys. Also, if you want to do me a favor, follow the podcast at TBFT Podcast, Stephen Baker 8, on Twitter. We've all got Twitters. What's your Twitter, Jarrett? Too greasy. Dylan? No Twitter. That's what I like to hear. Bang, bang. Leonard's about to go and eat a delicious dinner and head to Hawaii. We'll be back next week on Too Broke for Therapy. My voice is going to get subtle. Shout out to all the lads out in the UK. Shout out to one person in Arizona. Shout out to this beautiful mix I slapped together. Shout out to everyone listening. And most of all, get a premium Snapchat. Where's the techno music? Leonard, give me three things you want to see in Hawaii as the outro of the podcast. Titties and coconuts, that's one thing. Big ass tuna fish. Motherfucking a tiger. I want to see a turtle, but I'll take a tiger. Too broke for therapy. Print it.
I would say you're a pretty, yeah. uh, you know, sea voyaging human. I never thought of myself as very nautical, but nautical I, I was looking for <laughs> now. <coughs> I guess now that you've, I don't know, 20 times, less than 20 times seems like an average amount of times to be on a boat. 